You're listening to the Radio Disney Country Spotlight. I'm Gabe Runners, and you're listening to the Radio Disney Country Spotlight podcast. In this episode, we're hanging out with Walker Hayes. He really is one of my favorite people in Nashville. He's such a hard worker. He does a great job of balancing having a family. He has six kids with his wife, Lainey, and then being a country music star. And in this episode, you'll hear him talk about what it was like for him to really create that big song of his, You Broke Up With Me, and work with producer Shane McAnally. Here it is, Walker Hayes on the Radio Disney Country Spotlight podcast. We were talking about Shane McAnally when you first walked in, and he's such a talented, really just mega producer now. What's that like for you to get to work with him on music? You know, Shane and I, we're, we're pretty, uh, we, we butt heads a lot in, in the writer's room. I mean, he is uh, really, really brilliant. And um, I think what happened is when we first met, I was just in awe. You know, just being around him, in my personal opinion, he's the greatest songwriter to today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I met him at first, I was a little bit quiet and probably a little bit, uh, you know, more coachable in the writer's <laughs> room. I would listen to things that he had to say. And then, as, you know, as you get comfortable with somebody, and you get to know somebody, you have a tendency to be like, no, I need, I think it needs to be this, Shane. And you forget, you know, you're talking to the 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 guy, mm-hmm. you know, the the the, all, the almighty Shane McAnally. And so I'm at a comfort level with him now that I'm not afraid to argue with him. And I think he's <laughs> I think he kind of wishes we could go back yeah. to the day when I was kind of shy, you know, and would listen to him more. But we have we just we share a great uh bond that goes it goes beyond songwriting i mean he's a friend and uh that's what he is first you know and then second he's a great producer and when i can get him in the room with me uh we write but yeah he's he's the best he just really is the best writer i've written with you know it's so interesting you broke up with me has so many different layers and different things to it what's that process like and how do you choose what one to add first or second, and then you sit on it a few days, and you're like, yeah. I like this, or is it like automatic in the studio where you're like, this is the take, it's done? Right. Well, that's per- that particular song, uh, music came first mm-hmm. with just the thought, you broke up with me. We knew that's where we were going. We had no idea how we were going to get there. There's so many different ways. You know, that's the challenging thing. When you have the hook of a song, uh, you just it's hard to begin to for, for the frustrating part for me the the most difficult part is how do you just start a song mm-hmm. what language is a song going to be in but yeah we just built the, the first thing that came was the track and kind of the vibe um and the beat and the whistle and stuff <laughs> that just felt like hey you broke up with me you know and, and that rolled off our tongue the second verse is cool because this out of nowhere you know it has no there's no similarities in the second verse to the first it's kind of a bridge almost you know mm-hmm. we just rolled with it and um what was cool after we finished that song is i feel like we just did a good job of getting down to that whimsical sarcastic emotion of hey you broke up with me you know everybody wants to be able to say that and that's what i feel when i just listen to the music you know, mm-hmm. when the turnaround's going and there's no words, I'm like, this does a really good job of feeling like what it's saying. And I wish I could do that every day, but I can't. I miss a lot. But it's a process putting it together. Boom. You broke up with me. 
<laughs> boom. Let's yeah. let's talk about boom. Okay. Boom. Uh, I was wondering. That's one of your main catchphrases. Do you have right. any other catchphrases that you use, or kind of your easing into your daily mm. conversation? Uh, I don't know. I love a good get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of some. Help me out. Oh my gosh, word. I say word for everything, even when it doesn't make sense. Like you want tacos? Word. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just love the word word. And uh, I've always wanted to write a song about that. Maybe next, <laughs> maybe next, maybe the next album's called Word. Um, but uh, yeah, I like to say that. Boom! I love a good fist bump emoji and an arm. I love the boom. And um, yeah, man, I just love they're they're all positive, happy, you know, things like work yeah. hard, get it, get it, boom, get it. Yeah. Did you say get it sometime today before the studio? Like, a, do you have a specific kind of get it situation, or is it just kind of whatever? Get it happens? is kind of like a work. You know, when you're working out, get it. You know, and when you're jamming, mm-hmm. you're playing. I'll turn around and look at my drummer Jeremy and be like, get it, <laughs> and because uh, he is, he's getting it, and uh, <laughs> I just like, yeah, I like when we're just feeling it, we're getting it. So yeah. You know, you said working out, and I wanted to ask. You're yeah. traveling all around all right. the time, uh, going from city to city. How do you stay in shape? What's you know, what's that workout Man, routine uh, like? You know, for me personally, uh, working out is just it's just relevant to my sanity. I mean, if I'm not you know hitting it on a daily basis, just doing something, mm-hmm. I get down. I start feeling icky. My attitude stinks. My attitude turns into a potato chip. And then I want to eat potato chips. And then that just adds on potato chips to my potato chip attitude. Mm-hmm. And it just it goes down. So I've learned, you know, even on days where it's like you got to get up way early or do it, you know, super late at night, you better get it in. It's just worth it. You know, and I always feel better after I've done it and it's important to me but yeah I go to Planet Fitness and um, it's cheap that's where I roll and there's one everywhere yeah and then uh, also you know hotels you gotta get creative but sometimes they get they got nice gyms Mm -hmm. you know and so I just I just make it a point to do something uh, at all times but they're smaller gyms so you don't have all the I know there's no mirrors so you can't look and be like yeah Snap the selfies and everything else, you know, (laughs) to compare like the growth of like exactly yesterday. That's what it's all about. Wait, were you doing that yesterday? No, no. I was like, no, you weren't. I was saying like the growth. I I follow some people on Instagram (laughs) where I'm like, these don't look different like your before and after. But (laughs) do you write that in the comments or is it just kind of like a subtle judgment? I don't say. I don't don't judge. I only judge people in my heart. Okay, that's that's what I like. (laughs) Where it really matters. (laughs) <laughs> when you are, you know, when you do have the limited weight equipment, what's your what's your go to exercise that you do when you're traveling? Do you have like uh, a certain one? Yeah, you know, I'm an elliptical guy. Like I love that's kind of where I start. You know, I, I would much rather get on that treadmills. Whoo, those bore me to tears. Me like, too. and some of them have weird squeaks that don't have like good rhythm, and I, that just aggravates the crud out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, a good bike. You know, sometimes, you know, if I got nothing, I'll go for a run. Um, I love a pull-up. Like, honestly, pull-ups, push-ups, those will, those will get me through, you know, on a, on a rough day where there's, there's no cool gym equipment. But I love, hit, you know, hitting a gym with, like, really cool stuff and ropes and, and all kinds of weird stuff. I'll get on. I had one, actually, two days ago in a hotel, believe it or not, that had a, a ab crunch thing where you grab a ball and you throw it at a bullseye. And I was like, 
I'm going to wake up everybody in this hotel because I was just loving it. You know, I was like, you got a target. I've never you, seen that before. And it counts how many you do per minute. Okay. So I was just like, wham, wham. And the next day I was like, oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just love anything new, you mm-hmm. know, because hotels are so just uh, stale. You know, yeah, they just are. the same, same stuff. Got to change up that routine. Absolutely. No, I'm with you. You know, you've been in Nashville for a while. I wanted to ask, what's been the most fulfilling thing that, you know, has happened to you? And what's been the most frustrating thing about this country music career? Uh, that's just two great questions. <laughs> um, what has been fulfilling to me is just I can't express in words how much I just love music. You know, it saves me, you know, every day. It's just what, you know, it's so cool. And you probably feel like this. I mean, you get to, you, you, hopefully you get to wake up every day and do exactly what you want to do. And that's a small, really, really tiny percentage of earth. Mm-hmm. You know, most people on, on the earth do not have that luxury. And it's a simple luxury that I take for granted on a daily basis. But, you know, for zero dollars or a million dollars a day, every day, if I just woke up, I would want to go just grab a notepad and, and express myself through writing a song. Mm-hmm. And I get to do that. And uh, there were moments, you know, where I had to do other things, um, but I still was able to do that. And that is, is fulfilling. And, and, the, and every day, the most fulfilling is that I'm getting to just continue to do that. And that now, you know, people can hear all that work and all those words and all those things I jotted on cups, on trash <laughs> in the car and stuff like that. And, uh, but the most frustrating thing, uh, I think is that, um, what I learned is that there's so much talent and there's so much music out there that unfortunately the music business only allows certain ones through. And I'm not, you know, I've gotten over that. That's just the way it is, you mm-hmm. know, and you have to you have to make a living doing it at some point, you know, if you want to have a family. But what I learned is that, you know, all of my heroes, um, such as like James Taylor, I was talking about him earlier. What I learned in Nashville was that there were probably a hundred James Taylors that I never got to hear because that's not what I was fed via radio or via my local record store or something like that. And that was kind of an unfortunate realization. It was like meeting Wizard of Oz and it being just some short dude um, that was weird and didn't really know a lot of stuff um, talking on a microphone. But um, anyway, that's frustrating to me, but that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's it's uh that was that's frustrating and then it's frustrating to me too you know i've been trying to get my music to the masses but it takes so much it takes such a team and you need the machine uh and you need those gatekeepers you know what i mean you need them desperately to get your music to as many people as you can and uh so i would love to help new artists you know at some point and uh like thomas rats helping me you know, letting me, you know, open for them. I, I can't wait to kind of reach out to young artists that I really see something in them and go, here, let me help you. You know, let me tell you some things, you know, that, that will be, you'd be wise to listen to, to as, as you navigate this, this business. I digress. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. But <laughs> no, we're just so, listening. We love yeah. it. One question and I'm going to wrap it up. I wanted to ask you, you know, you were talking about Thomas. What, what's the best piece of advice he's given you up to this point? In your career, you know what, um, Thomas uh, 
he didn't say this to me, but he says it in his actions. Um, he's real open. You know, when I met Thomas, he's he's real honest about addressing kind of his fears, you know, and insecurities that I think all artists share. And that's like, are we really good enough to be where we are? Especially when you when you are getting a chance to put a song out. You know, I think your greatest fear is that that success will go away, or your next song won't be as good as your your last. You know, or you're not as good as that guy next to you. You know, who sounds like you? Mm-hmm. Is are they better? They have more followers. You would you would laugh at the stupid stuff. Um, you know, artists critique about themselves and worry about you know, left and right. But I feel like Thomas tries to not size himself up and to just continue looking forward and and make the best music he can and be himself. And I think that's great advice, you know, to, to any artist. I mean, I don't know Thomas, but it seems like, I mean, just from his social media, family's always first. Yeah. It's always about family. It's always about community and just yeah. being together and then the performing. Yeah. You know, and so I love that about him. Yeah. The dude is wide open. I mean, on a daily basis, if you follow him on any social, you know, you can know what kind of carrots his <laughs> kids ate for lunch. I mean, that's he's just all about family. And I think that's, um, I think that's great. And, um, He's just a good he he's a good dude. We were talking about it earlier. He's just if you're on his tour, you 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 know him, you're family. And that's the way he treats everybody. Well, thank you so much for coming Man, by. For you got to come me. back. We love yeah, hanging out with come you. Come on. We'll be back. <laughs> Whether it's at a show in the studio. Yeah. One more time. It's Walker Hayes, Radio Thanks, Disney Jay. Country. The Radio Disney Country Spotlight on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. Check out Radio Disney Country on the Radio Disney app. And on Twitter at RD Country.